Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Slam podcast, uh, sponsored by Callaway, um, who had another successful week on the LPGA Tour, this time in the shape of Rose Zhang, who has become the first player to win on her professional debut on the LPGA Tour since 1951. Um, An incredible achievement by Rose Zhang at the Mizuho Americas Open, beating Jennifer Kupcho in a playoff um, at Liberty National. And Zhang, it will come as no surprise that she is a Callaway player. She has Callaway clubs all the way through her bag um, using the Callaway Triple Diamond Driver. Um, as well as the Callaway Chromesoft X-Star golf ball. So another brilliant week um, for our podcast partners. And in other news, we saw Victor Hovland win his fourth PGA Tour event at the Memorial Tournament at Muirfield Village. Much like Zhang, who won in the playoff, Hovland also won in the playoff against Denny McCarthy um, after the pair had tied um, on Sunday evening. Hovland won with a par on the last hole to yeah to really stamp his authority at, in, at an elevated purse event um in europe we saw tom mckibben impressively win the porsche european open by two shots um if you follow ncg on twitter you'll see that we shared his amazing shot to the 18th hole um in hamburg uh to seal seal the deal really his first dp world tour win um a man from hollywood golf club so there is certainly something special about that golf club, obviously with Roy McElroy's roots being there as well. So that's another win for them and a first win for Tom McKibben. Um, and five shots behind um, Tom in tied sixth place was our guest today on the Slam podcast is Jordan Smith. Um, he's a two-time DP World Tour winner. Um, and we discuss a, a lot of things um, from the DP World Tour to the world rankings, the official world ranking system, um, the Ryder Cup. Uh, the majors, the open at Royal Liverpool. So we name we name quite a lot of topics. This took place in Masters Week, I think, this interview. Um, so that gives a bit of context to some of the things we discussed and some of the things Jordan says, as it, this was a few weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, last week we had Dan Bradbury, which I hope you all, you all enjoyed. Um, and so this week we have his fellow DP World Tour player and Englishman Jordan Smith. begin with this season um you've had some sort of solid top 25 finishes um but I suppose no top 10s yet but last season by this point I think you'd finished second twice by this point last season um so how how would you assess your start to 2023 on the DP World Tour uh for me it's been bang average uh yeah I, I, I was probably putting a bit too much pressure on myself to get off to such a good start as what I did last year mm-hmm rather than forget about last year and just starting again, if you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been average, but obviously there's still still plenty of time to to turn it around. And, and the things are, are feeling better than what they did at the start of the year. So, yeah, it should be, should be fine. Yeah. So I thought we'd, a good starting point would be if we go back to the Portugal Masters from October. Um, yeah. I suppose that's why you're a bit disappointed, because you set such high standards Yeah. Um, in Portugal. It's obviously a, a, an unofficial DP World Tour record, the scoring. Um so take me back to that week, yeah. What, what, what do you remember of it? And um, yeah, take me back to that week in in Portugal. Um, well, yeah, it was just insane. A lot of it is a bit of a blur, but 
Um, I just remember that obviously the course was set up slightly different to previous years. Um, so that wasn't really that much rough. Um, and driving is quite a, a strong point of, of my game. So we just hit, we just attacked the course basically, we had driver everywhere. Um, and we hit driver on a, a few holes that I probably wouldn't have previous years. Um, and yeah, just took advantage of being hit, hitting driver everywhere, being a bit further down on certain holes. And yeah, just everything clicked. Um, and it all came together nicely. It was probably the best of, I've ever putted, and obviously it needed to be the shoot for that under. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, it was it was it was insane. Um, I suppose, how would you rate this, this the significance of that win? Because it, it ended like a five year drought, didn't it, on the on on European tour from from the Porsche European mm. Open five years previous. So how how significant would you rate that week in Portugal? Well, yeah, it was it was a massive week for for me and my confidence. Um, obviously, the the year prior to it was the was the first time that I hadn't got into the the DP final, so I knew certain things needed to change. Um, so we changed we changed a few things and came out the 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 following year. So last year, feeling really good, really confident, and obviously that's why we got off to such a such a good start with with the few changes happening. So. Um, yeah, it was just uh, yeah, um, all round really good year, and yeah, that 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 win was a was a massive sort of confidence boost for me. Obviously, with it being five years since since I won in Germany, so yeah, I see. Um, mm-hmm. How 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 I know they help you to qualify for events and things like that, but how important are the world rankings to you? Is it something you think about on a daily, a weekly basis, or uh, n- no, not really. It's just for me to get into. A few of the majors, my world ranking needs to be in a certain position, so that's that's the only time to really think about mm. my world ranking. Um, most of the time, it's DP world ranking for for us guys. But yeah, um, like I said like last few weeks, obviously it's thinking about it a lot with obviously getting into SPGA. But again, it's something that I need to put to the back of my mind and not not worry about it too much because if I do think about it too much, then it'll it'll affect the golf sort of side of things. So it's just something something that will happen. Yeah, um, I think the world rankings is is, is quite a, con- a contentious subject for some for some people. Um, I think that week in the DP World Tour Championship, obviously there was players like yourself and top players in the world rankings yeah. that were there. Um, but that week received less ranking points than the PJ Tour event that week, and that didn't have any top twenty five players in it. I think um, yeah. is is that something you think about the the issues with the deep or the potential issues with the with the with the official world golf rankings? Yeah, I think obviously the recent changes have been a bit sort of questionable in, in certain situations. So I think it does need looking at again and potentially adjusting certain certain areas mm-hmm. for certain tournaments. Um, so yeah, there's been a lot of light of it in the in the media and stuff. So I think I think a few things do need to change. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think a key issue people have is that what you prioritise out of maybe size of fields and then quality of fields. Mm. So would you, would that be something you'd change in terms of prioritising quality of fields? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's it's got to be quality over over quantity, definitely. Mm. So the the quality of the field will determine sort of world ranking points. Yeah. Um, Earlier you touched on um, your schedule and then that could determine whether you qualify for the PGA Championship. Um, Would, would, Qualifying for majors and just playing in majors, is that the specific specific aims you have this year or 
Do you want to win again? What will be your specific aims for the rest of the season? Uh, well, the the biggest aim is obviously to get into the into the Ryder Cup, and obviously with the certain situation that the 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 tours and the qualification situation is at the moment, that that could be a possibility for me. So obviously that's my sort of biggest goal. Um, but again. It may not happen, but for, for a personal side, that it would be to to win again, definitely this this year, which which I think I'm more than capable of doing. Um, just getting the, the right week where everything sort of clicks together. But I mean, it would be unreal dream come true to play in that Ryder Cup. So that's like the main the main goal. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think with this sort of half the team being chosen by Luke Donald himself. Yeah. Um, I think that might be a bit more helpful for players like yourself. Uh, what, what, what's your sort of have you got a relationship with Luke Donald? Did you speak to him much? Yeah, so I, well, I played with him for the first time end mm. of end of last year in uh, South Africa, I think. Um, and yeah, it was just nice just to get to know him because it was the first time that I'd properly spoken to him. Um, and then obviously at the start of this year, I spent a lot of time with him in Abu Dhabi for the Hero Cup. So it was good just getting to chat to him one-to-one and, and talk about golf and things outside of golf and just get to know him so um mm-hmm. yeah no he's he's a great guy and uh yeah ho- hopefully i'm lucky enough to be one of those guys that that he picks or or i qualify so um yeah should be good yeah i think um i think just your inclusion in the, the hero cup would suggest that um you're you're on definitely on his radar and you, you're one of the more sort of standout players in the dp world tour um interesting i noticed that you, you, you realize that you won both your foursomes matches um, the Hero Cup is that so? Is that a format you'd is is match play itself a format you think you'd excel in? Yeah, I I, I really enjoy the match play side of it. Um, obviously in the in the foursomes and the four balls, it's always nice um, playing with with another person. So I played with with Tyrrell and I played with Bob and played with Tommy as well, which was which was mm. great and and. Yeah, it was just a great partnership with me and Tommy as well. We 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 sort of gelled really nicely, which was great and obviously good for obviously Luke and the other vice captains to see as well. So hopefully that sort of proves some some good good things. Hopefully for if I if I was to make it into the right couple or being thought about getting picked. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I think the Hero Cup was useful sort of forging relationships. Yeah, so definitely. do you think do you, do you think if you, if you were to qualify, do you think Tommy and Tyrrell will be your most likely partners. At the moment, yeah. Um I feel like me me and Tyrrell get on really well as sort of sort of friends and stuff and um when I was coming up through the ranks he was always one of the guys that messaged me to congratulate me on, on certain tournaments and stuff. So um yeah, and, and we gelled gelled nicely, we had, we had a good laugh on the course as well. But yeah, I feel like um my game and Tommy games really, really gelled. So um yeah, you never know. Yeah, nice. Um, I suppose another potential target that some players have is finishing in the top ten of the DP World Tour rankings and getting on to get getting a card on the PJ Tour. Is, is that something that's important to you? Is is you sort of see players like Matt Wallace um, and a few other English lads trying trying try their arm in in America? Is that something you want to get onto at some point? Yeah, I think for all of us guys on the on the European Tour DP Tour is to get on to the PGA Tour, because that's where obviously the best players are. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's definitely a goal of mine, that's, that's for sure. In that sense, but when the, when the, when the strategic alliance between the two tours sort of extended, um, 
I think some people's eyes, I think people see the DP World Tour as a feeder tour and, and sort of inferior to the PJ Tour. What would your be your stance on the DP World Tour currently? Do you think it's in still in a strong position? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's still in a strong position, but the 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 DP Tour has always been. Some people say a feeder tour, but it's always been a route for guys to get onto the PJ Tour. So it's it's always been that way. Um, you just look at like the top European Tour players that have played on European Tour. Once they got the chance to go over to the PJ Tour, they have. So it's all it's always been like that. Just people have worded it differently. Was saying that it's a feeder tour, but it's always been mm. a path for European golfers to get out to America. Mm. Yeah, I suppose for players like yourself that are sort of standout players in the DP World Tour, there's um, it's good that there's, I suppose, more, more pathways to a bigger tour and then more, more prize money. So I suppose you're quite excited by the increase in prize money and the pathways to the PGA Tour. Were you, were you pr- pretty buzzing, as, as you know, because you're in a fairly good spot to one of the favourites to be in the top 10, really? Yeah, yeah I think I think those those 10 cards have opened up um, a fair few doors for guys coming up through uh through DP World Tour. So I think there's there's a good handful of players that know that they've got a good chance of trying to secure those cards. So um yeah, no, that's, it's it's definitely a great great thing to see and obviously a great opportunity for us to to try and take for uh, for next year or or previous years if it if it needs to be. Mm. Um yeah, like it has been sort of described as a feeder tour previously and and some some people such as Billy Foster have, have, have described it quite harshly as, as it sort of being on its arse the DP World Tour. Would, would, you, would you say those are quite sort of harsh comments or a bit exaggerated? Uh, I'd, I'd say they're, they're a bit exaggerated, yeah. Um, but like I said, the, the DP World Tour has always been a, a route onto the PJ Tour. Mm-hmm. So um, I think by saying it's a feeder tour is a, is a little bit harsh, but it's always, it's always been a route. Mm-hmm. I thought I'd refer back to some of your performances from sort of last season and just previous previous ones in general. You've got two wins in the DP World Tour, yeah. um, but are there sort of any results that you look back on and think, oh, that sort of got away from me, or I should have maybe what maybe won that event? Are there any sort of do you have re- regrets from events at all in the past? Um, the the only one I can think of is. Probably back in in 2017, so I played Quail Hollow for mm. uh, USPJ and obviously finished tenth. So that was amazing. Yeah, but I always remember Bogey in the last, which, I, I, <laughs> yeah, if, if I had a chance to and go back and play that whole that mm. last hole in the last day, and um, yeah, I think that would have maybe finished me maybe tied seventh or or something yeah. like that. So um, yeah, that's that's the only one I can really think of, but. Yeah, that, that that always sort of bugged me. Yeah, I suppose that so did that sort of give you a taste for a t- taste for major championship golf and a taste of um, golf in America, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because um, obviously to feel, finish top ten in a in a major, obviously things mm. things have gone well. So yeah, that was that was amazing. It was unreal week, and obviously gave me a taste for majors and and PJ Tour as well, and being out in the states. So yeah, it definitely uh, boosted confidence and, and everything in my game and yeah it's amazing yeah um so, so take you back to that week at quail hollow then so it was obviously justin thomas won um yeah. and you were so seven shots behind um competing with you know patrick reed louis, louis days and francesco monari yeah maxi maxi arm like a who's who of golf so what, what what do you remember of that week at, at quail hollow 
Um, well, it, it was like the first first major I played in the states. Yeah, first major I played in the states. Um, so it was all it was all brand new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, like you're like a kid in a candy shop as soon as you get there. So I played practice round with with Tyrrell and and Rory. Um, mm-hmm. And played practice round with Ryan Fox as well. He, he was good friends with. So yeah, it was just nice just being there and and soaking it all up and. Um, yeah, to finish finish top ten was obviously amazing. Little 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 bonus as well. So um, yeah, I just remember getting there and the course being ultra tough, and there being tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people there watching. So it was it was all brand new to me. And um, yeah, so, soaking it up was was the main thing. And yeah, it was just great to get a good result out of that week. Mm, I suppose when when you enter a week like that, sort of earlier in your career. Mm. I, I know, obviously, all, all of you professional golfers play to win, but is is your objective just to make the cut, or do you have sort of, have sort of have more lofty ambitions? No, def- definitely. With it being sort of my first major out in the states, it was just make make the weekend mm-hmm. and then and then enjoy it. And obviously, we 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 made the cut and tried to enjoy it as much as I could, and, and I did, and I, I loved every minute. And I think that showed in in my golf. Cause I was I, I felt quite relaxed, and um, yeah, played. Probably some of the best golf I've played. Yeah, with sort of referring to the DP World Tour and alliance with the PGA Tour, a big, a big elephant in the room in golf is is, is sort of prize money. Um, and as as you've sort of risen through the ranks in DP World Tour, I imagine you've you've built up quite a decent prize money purse. Um, but how how important is is prize money to you? Do you do you go into a at what stage at what stage do you sort of cross over into not being bothered about prize money to just winning. Hmm. Um, that's a good question. Um, I, I, I feel like obviously the the bigger events on the D4 tour have the biggest prize money, um, and we're all trying to play our best golf in those biggest events because obviously they have the most world ranking points as well, hmm. um, and they got the best players there. So I think. The pride, the bigger purse is just a, a bonus um, of of those events. So we're all trying to play the, the biggest events possible with the best fields and and the best world ranking points. So um, if it happens to be bigger purses, and that's that's a knock on from the uh, the events being massive and having obviously the best players playing there. So um, yeah, I think once you once you win, obviously you 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 look for your your calendar year for the for the next year. You're you're lucky enough to pick what events you want to play. So, and they do tend to be the ones with the biggest purses because they're the the biggest events. So, um, yeah, I think that's just a situation when you have a good year, you're able to pick and choose what events you want to play for the following year. Yeah, I see. Um, I suppose yes. Yeah, so when, for example, with the Portugal Masters, yeah. Um, the first thought in your head is obviously that, 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 that you've won. So I suppose yep. the next question would be: Is there any point where you think about where, where you thinking about prize money when, when you're in the final stretch, or is it, is it just purely that trophy? To, to be honest, no. That that week it didn't really cross cross my mind, and I knew roughly what the purse was um, mm. for for that sort of event, but it never never really crossed my mind at that that point. I just wanted to win because. It had been five years since I last won, and mm. things were feeling good. I felt like I was having a great year, and the only thing missing was winning. So that was the only thing that I was I was thinking about. 
Okay, yeah. Um, I'm just referring back, back to the majors. Yeah. Um, so, which mate? I mean, is there a major you'd particularly love to win? You know, we're in the week of the Masters now. Um, is there a, a major that you'd love to sort of win in your head? I think the Open at St Andrews would be obviously mm, the ultra ultra best one one to win. Um, I've never had the chance to play the Masters at the moment, so that that'd be obviously my first goal is to get to the Masters and play it. But um, yeah, for me, I'd, I'd say the Open with it being obviously the home home major. Um, but yeah, you know, the Masters is obviously a great one, so I'd, I'd say they're, they're both on par. But obviously, the the Open would be be the one for me. Yeah, and then you, well, you, you had a little taste of um, St Andrews last year, didn't you? You came tied forty seventh, which is you no know, yeah. massive respectable m- m- making the weekend. Um, what, what was that week like at the old course? It must have been very special. Was one hundred fiftieth? Yeah, no, that that was great. It was. I've been lucky enough to play there quite a few times. With obviously the Dunhill being there and mm. and a few other things, but it was the first time that I'd seen it set up for an open with the huge grandstands, and obviously everything was baked it was firm it was fast um and it was it was playing really tricky with it being so firm so yeah it was amazing obviously being there with tiger playing as well was mm. was unreal was next to him on the range next to him in the gym and 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 seeing him pretty close up was great so but yeah with it being the 150th at st andrews it was yeah it was, it was a great one to 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 be part of is there any sort of is there any sort of Tiger story there about being next to a ranger in the gym. Did anything any, any sort of mannerisms well, you didn't notice at all? I, I, I was too scared to to, <laughs> to to speak to him. To be fair, he's he's just obviously one of those people that he's got that aura and a guy that mm. you've watched for years and years and years. So it's just great just <laughs> be near him. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. Um, and the, the open this year, you, you, you're in the field and it's it's yeah. at Royal Liverpool. Um, have you spent much time at Hoy Lake before? Have you, have you, are, you, are you confident heading into that week? I've, I haven't played there for years and years. I, I played an amateur event there. Um, mm-hmm. I can't even think when it was 20, 2011, 2012, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it's going to be a great, great week. The crowd is going to be massive there because obviously they, they love that golf, their golf in, in that part of, part of the, the world and they've got so, so many good golf courses there. So, um yeah, it's, it's going to be going to be amazing either, either way. Mm. So, so you've made have you made um, two appearances so far at the Open? Was it uh, at um, Carnoustie as well? Carnoustie, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it has been. Yeah, I was reserve on site for one of the others, so mm. obviously not count. But yeah, <laughs> so so yeah, this this would be my third at at Hoylake. Yeah, for example, so for example, ahead of that week. Um, how early would you arrive at Hoylake? Would you arrive on a Monday or a Sunday? How would you prepare for a week at the Open? Um, well, I'll probably get there maybe like the, either Sunday night or or Monday morning, um, and then it would be just spending quite a lot of time on the on on the golf course. Um, just golf course, I'm not really too. I don't remember too much about it, and of course, I haven't played a lot of. So yeah, it would be just getting spending a lot of time on the course. Might be. Nine holes on Monday, nine holes on Tuesday, maybe a few holes, not even nine holes on on the Wednesday. So just be getting out there, see, seeing the golf course, um, seeing how it's set up, um, and yeah, just getting ready for 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 that week and, and links golf. So we'll have to play a few different shots that we don't usually play week in week out. So it'd be like the the stingers, the bumper runs, and playing out of pop bunkers and stuff. So um, 
yeah, it would just be getting there Sunday night, Monday, and and going going out on the course and and mm. planning how how we how we play it for that week. Yeah, I mean to be fair, if we're referring back to your top ten at Quell Hollow again, like you, you must always have that confidence in the back of your mind that you can perform well at major championships. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's obviously with that, it's just a little boost of confidence to know that I have had a top ten in the major, and mm. I, I feel like I, de- I definitely could. So um, you never know. So yeah, it's nice, nice having that feeling going into into the majors.